power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Even though you have face mask on, you can give somebody a smile. You can smile with your forehead and your eyebrows and, you know, let the person see some movement. Amen. Oh, amen. Oh, I believe we are a church full of young people. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for today. It's a very good thing to be in church on Sunday. Hallelujah. And how many of you are ready for the word today? How many of you are ready for the word? All right. I had a message prepared, but God changed it this dawn. Yeah. When it happens that way, then it means somebody needs it. At this very moment. Hallelujah. Yeah. Last week I preached the Via Dolorosa. I was going to preach a sequel to Via Dolorosa which is entitled celebrating your scars celebrating your scars there are times when you you need to celebrate the scars you have had in life hallelujah there's a reason why jesus kept his scars in his glorified body he could have decided to just you know let the scars disappear but he kept it for a reason there are times when you need to celebrate the scars the difficult times that you've gone through but we'll shelve that for another day hallelujah and today it's a short one now you believe me when i say i won't preach for long those days when i say i'll preach short then i end up talking for one and a half hours but uh, now when i say short it's short short like one hour 20 minutes (laughs) i don't think we'll get there hallelujah because it's, it's just a simple message i need to declare to you and then i'll pray a certain prayer for you hallelujah i'll pray a certain prayer for you when god opens the heavens for certain prayers to be prayed or when god instructs for certain prayers to be prayed it means the heavens are open for that prayer to manifest in the lives of the people hallelujah elisha prayed a very simple prayer for gehazi there wasn't any serious spiritual gymnastics he just prayed that lord let his eyes be open and that is the prayer i'm going to pray for you today hallelujah that your eyes your spiritual eyes will be open the last time i prayed this prayer it was during a fasting and prayer time we we're having a period of fasting and prayer somebody called me the following day I was like that if i now i'm afraid uh, because now the things he was seeing it was crazy there was a time at fire rally i prayed that prayer for the people in hope fire rally in hope prayed that prayer for people 
and it was an impartation service on the Saturday night. The Monday night, there was a prayer meeting a lady attended. As soon as she got to the field and she knelt down, she lifted up her eyes and for the first time she could see angels with her physical eyes. Hallelujah. So these prayers, they are not joke prayers at all. Somebody had a similar testimony from Cape Coast Fire Rally. And so today I'm going to pray that God will open your eyes. And tonight some of you will have some very significant dreams. Dreams that will shape how your life is going to go for the next five years, for some of you for the next ten years. Some of you, some answers that you have been looking for, the Lord will speak to you today. Some of you, it's going to come in the course of the week. Some people will be on Tuesday, some people will be on Thursday, Friday, but answers are going to be released into people's lives. Hallelujah. Anywhere that there is confusion, may the Lord speak specifically and directly to your need. Hallelujah. Today, I'm going to speak to you on what I've entitled, Be Sober, Be Vigilant. Be Sober, Be Vigilant. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant. And this is what the Bible says. And the Apostle Peter speaking. He said, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. I'll take it again. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Hallelujah. You see, um, this scripture reveals a lot about how the enemy operates. You see, these, these, these kinds of preaching, it's not every day that you preach them. Uh-huh. Because if I preach it every day, you suspect everybody that is around you. Anybody who steps on your toe, no, you're a witch. You're a wizard. <laughs> so you preach it once in a while and believe God that it is established in the spirits of the people so that they apply it. Hallelujah. Yeah. It says, be sober, be vigilant. Pastor, can you Google the meaning of sober? Let's, let's see what sober means. Yes, so what's the meaning of sober? Sober means not drunk. Not what? Drunk. Not what? Drunk. Okay, continue. Not intoxicated. Isn't it the same as not drunk? <laughs> I mean, <it's> emphasis. <laughs> yes. Clear-headed. Clear-headed. As mm-hmm. sober as a judge. As sober as what? A judge. Yes. Hey, judges are sober. <laughs> okay. Yes. It means serious. Serious. It means be serious. Tell somebody be serious. Be serious. Tell another person be serious. Uh, be serious with this Christian walk. Some people are walking the Christian as if it's a joke. You are in church this week, next week. Mm, maybe, maybe. Let me sleep small. You know, you don't pray, you don't read the word. Nothing like you are just walking around. Nothing. It says, be serious. Continue. Be sensible. Be sensible. In fact, look at the person straight in the eye and tell them, be sensible. Sensible means fanyansa to <laughs> doing the thing fanyansa to yes is that is that all means severe severe be severe in your prayers be severe in your reading of the word be severe in your worship to severe worship <laughs> hallelujah means business like business like 
when you are handling the business you don't do left like you know those who do that they don't succeed crediting things to everybody hey Ghana people credit especially to a relative you are finished they don't understand why they should pay we have the same blood running through Avi want me to pay you money no no it will never happen business like yes means earnest earnest mm-hmm. pragmatic pragmatic that's practical yes that's it, that's it. all right now let's look at vigilant this one is not vigilante <laughs> Vigilant means watchful. Watchful. On the lookout. On the lookout. Observant. Observant. Sharp-eyed. Sharp-eyed. Tell somebody be sharp-eyed. In fact, today may your eyes be sharpened in the name of Jesus. Yeah. It means eagle-eyed. Eagle-eyed. The eagle can spot a prey. We have been told that the eagle can see the intestines of a prey from kilometers you can see through the feathers or whatever it comes the intestines eagle may the lord give you the vision of an eagle with the eyes with eyes like a hawk with eyes like a hawk with one's eyes open with one's eyes open keeping one's eyes peeled what keeping one's eyes peeled peeled just say why now why we need <laughs> wow that's powerful uh-huh. it is on the alert on the alert on the alert on one's toes on one's toes on the key vivay huh? <laughs> is it french or english now on the what qviv oh. is french uh qviv uh-huh. Is that all? It also means alert. Alert. Wide awake. Wide awake. Concentrating. Concentrating. On sleeping. On sleeping. On one's Look back. at somebody's face. Tell a person, don't sleep. Don't Tell another person, don't sleep. Because the enemy is not sleeping. Hallelujah. Yes. It also means paying heed. Paying heed. All right. That's all. Put your hands for Pastor Alpha. Thank you very much. He's our walking thesaurus. <laughs> All right. So these are the words that describe being sober, being vigilant. And here the Apostle Peter is saying, be sober, be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, not as a rabbit or a mouse, or a rat somewhere but as a roaring lion not seated somewhere in a zoo or caged somewhere for exhibition but walking about can you imagine how serious we'll all become if we saw a free lion walking through the gate (laughs) right now you think you will be comfortable like this no, 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 no. If it is a rock you look for, you look for it. A machete you look for. But many people will look for. <laughs> to run away. But in the spirit, 
this devil is actually walking around like a free lion today by the time you live here you'll be serious with your Christian life hallelujah yeah, you, you have to be serious with your Christian life you know this whole thing oh, the devil cannot come near me he came to Jesus in the wilderness Jesus and at that time he was at the peak of his anointing 40 days of fasting you even two days you can't do at the peak of his anointing he went to him straight another time I told you that they said what the sons of God the heavenly court were having a meeting and who appeared there Satan it's like you were working in a company you misbehaved you were fired and you have the audacity when they're having a board meeting and you just walk in there to go and sit there they ask you what are you doing so I was just walking out there I just decided to come no that's the kind of character we are dealing with here it says be sober sharp-eyed be vigilant don't sleep for your adversary the devil he walketh about so those who have this mentality like oh if i don't touch the devil then he won't touch me this scripture makes it fall flat on its feet he is looking for you and peter was addressing christians he wasn't addressing unbelievers he is looking for you not looking for you to have a chat with you but seeking to devour you and the bible has made his mission statement clear the thief cometh not but to steal to kill and to destroy threefold mission steal steal your joy steal your peace steal destinies all sorts of things to kill kill ambition kill vision kill dreams and even kill physically to destroy he doesn't like any good thing and so he is walking about like a roaring lion seeking things to devour but I declare that you will not be meat for the teeth of the devourer in the name of Jesus somebody say minus me say it again minus me oh as you are declaring it the angels are recording it in heaven say minus me hallelujah said be sober some of us are living our lives as if we are not in the middle of a battle. Sometimes you hear some Christian, young Christians who have gone to read some small revelation. They have some small review. And they talk as if Satan doesn't exist. You see, the Bible says we are seated with Christ far above principalities and powers and i've also added and viruses hallelujah oh i said hallelujah yeah we are seated with christ far above that means we are far above them but you see that seat we have by christ it is a seat in the spirit somebody say in the spirit that's why the bible says walk in the spirit that is where we are supposed to be walking if you descend into the flesh you are walking in the territory of the enemy if you descend into the flesh because that seat is not in the realm of the flesh the realm of the spirit is here the realm of the flesh is here that seat is not in the realm of the flesh so when we say we are seated with Christ because of Christ flesh there nothing he said the prince of this world came and he found nothing in me there was nothing in him that the enemy could latch on and I've told you here that 
the flesh is like the landing ground for the enemy when he comes to attack when he comes and there's no landing ground there's nothing he can do but if there is a landing ground which is the flesh in your life it's, it's like a receptor site for the enemy to come and attach himself to your life may the lord give you victory over every challenge of the flesh in the name of jesus christ of nazareth when we descend into the flesh we are playing in the enemy's territory we have willingly descended into his territory and if we are walking in that territory and we are not sharp we are not vigilant the enemy will deal with us very ruthlessly. you see when the bible says whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth is lost in heaven we as christians we cause a lot of havoc to the kingdom of darkness we do cause a lot of havoc when we bind they are bound that is what scripture says even if you don't believe it that's what the bible says so even when you're doing warfare and saying i buy you don't even believe it like it's like okay let's just just say something when you say it the binding actually takes place hallelujah when the enemies of something caught him they said we shall do to him what he did to us so what he did to us, we shall do to him what he did to us and so we must live a life of being sober we must be alert at all times we must be vigilant at all times if we are careless the enemy will just take us for a ride like that the enemy can turn your life around in 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 a second if you doze off if you are not regular with the things of the spirit you are not regular in prayer there are a lot of scriptures i can quote that show you that prayer is not like one time thing it is a consistent thing we must do in our lives being in church is something we must do regularly attending prayer meetings very soon we are going to start our travel again attending prayer meetings is important these are things that keep us alert and sharp in the spirit but many believers are sleeping either out of laziness or out of ignorance or misinformation one time i was somewhere and we were listening to one of the fathers in the in the system he was preaching something about spiritual warfare and one young guy you see when, when people believe they've got some new revelation they think everybody else is lost everybody else is ignorant he said oh no 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 this thing he's talking about is is baby stuff said, hey <laughs> what a papa dear what a papa he said no, no this is is baby stuff we shouldn't even be you know talking about this and spiritual warfare and stuff like that i told him don't don't say things you don't know when did you even become born again what, what have you seen what what have you seen what have you seen a friend of mine when you are talking things that he tell you don't talk sarcasm he has created his own way sarcasm he says sarcasm is a combination of nonsense and, <laughs> and <laughs> so he has summarized they don't talk sarcasm <laughs> and this guy was just running his mouth I don't know, what have you seen in life you talk as if satan doesn't exist don't 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 behave that way you see the thing is that there are two extremes satan wants you to have two extreme views he wants you to have of him for you to either think he doesn't exist at all or for you to fear him to the point where you are paralyzed by this dimension of his name but that is not our portion in the name of jesus 
the bible says we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy we must be aware we must be 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 be, be conscious of the fact that he is there and if you give him a foothold he will turn it into a stronghold i've explained to you what a foothold means a foothold is like you are running away from some people who are chasing you and you enter a stronghold a place that is supposed to be a safe place and the enemy manages to put his foot in the way so long as that foothold is there you can never shut the door fully totally and some of you there are certain things that are footholds in your life but i'm trusting god that today that foot will be kicked out of the place and the door will be completely and permanently shut to the enemy i don't don't, don't talk don't say things but what have you seen you've not seen anything you are not a high level target the targets are levels so you are you are not a, you are you are small like you are you are small the, the enemy is not really interested in you what have you seen in the middle of crusades men of god have seen satan literally appear in their room face to face it's not like they are having hallucinations it's not like they are suffering from schizophrenia they have seen with their naked eyes i'm sure you've heard the story of lester samro was doing a miracle program somewhere he went back to his hotel room he was lying down and in the middle of the night his bed started moving literally you if tonight your bed starts moving you even die before the, the bed moves two inches the bed started vibrating and moved to the center of the room the bed was in the corner and moved to the center of the room he opened his eyes and it was satan himself standing there coming to intimidate him so the next day he won't go and go and pray for people and you know what this man of god did he saw him he said ah i thought it was somebody better it's you satan he just covered his head and then he said in fact satan get out of this room so i command you in the name of jesus get out of this room when satan was going if it were you you would start jubilating oh thank you god thank you god he says satan come back this is not where my bed was move it back to where you move it immediately the bed just began to move like that that is the kind of authority we must walk in hallelujah and may the lord take away every fear for the devil may the lord take away every fear for witches and wizards but it doesn't mean we shouldn't be conscious of their existence and their operations they are there On the day of the very first fire rally in Kolebu. You see, the beginning of anything is spiritually very significant and crucial. For the thing to take root in a place, the first one is very, very important. Roots have to be established in the realm of the spirit for the thing to, to be able to stand. So that first night of fire rally in Kolebu, all the way back in 2011, was a very crucial night in, in the spiritual annals of the land of Kolebu. That day I went to check in the afternoon. I went to check on the setup and things like that. We had it where the, the SARS examination hall is. That big examination hall. That's where we had that fire rally. I went to check on the things and all of that. I was there my wife called me. At that time, my son was just about two years old. A little boy. And the girl was in the womb she called me she was at home alone with him 
It was like, come and see, there's this big animal in the bathroom. Big animal. So if you're coming, come with guys. So I called some guys. We went to open the bathroom door. There was an alligator. Have you seen an alligator before? Big alligator in there. Whether it was a human being or not, we killed it. No, can you imagine? I mean, me was now walking and stuff like that. Imagine he walked into that bathroom with this thing there. A huge alligator. We killed it. The following morning, I was driving and another alligator crossed me. The road. Look, this enemy we are dealing with is not a joker. So you must also not be a joker. And what I'm telling you is a personal experience, not a story that I heard from somewhere. Alligator, I saw it with my naked eyes. I hadn't seen an alligator in my life before, but in a day I saw two. The next morning, big one that like I was driving across me. It's like, hey. I've seen things at far in my travels. I've seen things. I've seen things. There was a time we were going to home. We were driving, we were chatting in the car. Suddenly, I just sensed this thing. And one of the prayers I'll pray for you is for the grace of discernment. For you to be able to discern. We were chatting and, and all of a sudden, I just felt a certain shift in my spirit. I stopped the conversation and I started praying in tongues. Thank God for praying in tongues. The Bible says, for we know not what to pray for, but the Spirit of God maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. Look, when you feel discomfort in your spirit and you feel an agitation in your spirit, just switch into praying in the Spirit. The Holy Ghost will do the work for you. You may not have an understanding of what is going on. I switch. I'm sure the people in the car are like, ah, but you, man of God, we are chatting nicely. No, suddenly you have gone into the Spirit. I was praying in tongues and I was the one driving. I was praying in tongues. And my prayer was suddenly interrupted by a, a huge articulator track. It was supposed to be coming in the opposite direction. So it was supposed to be in the other lane. It had drifted and was heading for us. We were flying at like 100 kilometers per hour or something. So you know when you are speeding like that, one moment the car that is coming is far away there. The next moment is right in front of you. I don't know how we should because there was a bush here and there were other cars coming this way I couldn't go this way I couldn't go this way all I saw was that the car was behind us I don't know I'm sure God just sent an angel just came that just came and lifted there and funny enough immediately after that incident I felt the power of God over me like like never before it was as if I had literally been plugged into electricity and that night the number of demons that were cast out the impartations that took place oh my god look we are dealing with an enemy that doesn't joke he doesn't joke so sometimes when people are praying to programs and they are doing spiritual oh, why are you doing spiritual warfare you you don't know what we are dealing with if you pray some you just be there you think the armor of god is for you to dress and go and chill it's for warfare everybody say warfare says be sober and be vigilant open your eyes open your eyes sometimes satan sends people into your life who are not even human beings 
Me, I believe there are a lot of people walking around and they are not proper human beings. Just like how in those days, angels came down. Angels came and started marrying the, the daughters of God. And, start, and it's the daughters of God they like. I believe there are still some demons that have transformed themselves into human beings and they are walking around. So young men, when you see somebody nice colored, nice, this, 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 they use your spirit, descend. They just come and pass by you and you start imagining things. I've told you before, one day I was driving also Oxford Street, a Friday night. And as I was driving, I saw a lady coming ahead like that. When our eyes met, I, I knew this was not a human being. I just knew it. Very flashy looking lady. Dressed very provocatively. Our eyes met. It's like our eyes met. Literally. I just knew it that she wasn't a human being. So when the car passed, I turned and I couldn't see her again. Just disappeared into thin air. And I pitied a young man who will see her on that street and take her number and probably even follow her or take her to his home. Be sober, be vigilant. Open your eyes. Don't just accept anything that comes your way. Don't be too desperate for a relationship that even if the person tells you I'm a wizard, you say, come to church, we shall pray for you and let's get married. In this day and age where there's a lot of pressure, social media pressure, people are displaying their base. And you, they, you don't have a base. <laughs> Ain't got no baby. Wait upon the Lord, He will bring the right person at the right time. God has promised you an Isaac. Don't go ahead of him and go and settle for an Ishmael. The Ishmael that you are hoping will come and, and, and comfort you and bring you whatever will bring you trouble. Be patient and wait for Isaac. Isaac is coming. Not a literal Isaac, but a figurative. It's a man of God says Isaac. So the person comes and he's John. Yes, say Isaac. Maybe it's Isaac John. John Isaacs. Some people take certain things too spiritual. That one too is a weapon of the enemy. I told you recently one lady called me. This is a, this is a oh. It's a gentleman, but so so and so. I said, Okay, what are you waiting? You like him? Say yes. Do you feel at peace in your spirit? Say yes. How long have you known him? I've known him for like one and a half years. This is a, has he told you he likes you? Because that's another factor. He hasn't said he likes you and you, you're assuming things. Don't get yourself into that kind of trouble. You're assuming things. The fact that he's calling you and this and you to assume, oh, he likes me, he likes me. Meanwhile, he hasn't even thought about you. So as, as he said, he said, he said he likes me. How long ago did he say? He said, he said it like five months ago. Five months ago, you are sure. You know that you like him. What are you waiting for? So I'm waiting for God to speak. She's waiting for God to speak. 
said, so how do you expect God? He said, I don't know, but I just want him to speak. As I always say, God is not a stammerer. All he has to say is, say yes, say no. He won't take five months to say, 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 say. He's not a stammerer. What he has to say, he will say, hallelujah. Yeah. I said, listen, I've told you the guys before. Let me rewind it for you. Uh, Michael knows what I'm coming to say. Because <laughs> yesterday we were having, having some discussion. Look, when a lady is delaying in giving you an answer, and this one, let me digress from the sermon small. Somebody needs what I'm about to say. When a lady is delaying in giving you an answer, the possibilities are the following. <laughs> In fact, this one is a whole sermon on its own. The possibilities are the following. One, either truly she doesn't like you and she's trying to see whether there's some small spark be somewhere. That's number one. Number two, she doesn't like you but she has too much respect for you to be able to look into your face and say, brother, no. She may be genuinely confused about how she feels. Because sometimes they are genuinely confused. Like, hey, I don't know. Is he a brother? Is he a, you know, those kind of things. Blah, 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 blah. Genuinely confused. But the last one, eh? Sometimes the reason is that there are a number of suitors and you are not number one. So she's waiting. The ladies know what I'm talking about. Oh, they can relate to what I'm talking about. The number of suitors, and you are not number one, and they are maybe you are three or two. So they are waiting to see if number one will say something. So I'm still praying. I'm still praying. I'm still praying. No, no, no. She's not praying. She's praying about somebody else. Lord, let him speak. Lord, let him speak. Lord, let him speak. I claim. I claim. I receive. What was I even saying before I came here? <laughs> be sober and be vigilant. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. It's not everything that comes you accept. One day, midweek service, one lady ran to church. After church, she said she wants to see me. She's not a member of the church. She said, I met a young man in town today. And we exchanged numbers. And he touched my shoulder. And after I left, I realized my whole arm is numb. She can't feel the whole arm. She can't feel in the whole arm. So I'm coming for, she was looking for where there's a church service. <laughs> for me to pray for. May the Lord make your spirit sharp today. You need to be vigilant. It's not everybody who, who professes to like you who really likes you. That's the truth. That's why I said these things you don't preach every day. Otherwise, you start looking at everybody suspiciously. It's not everybody who pretends to like you who actually likes you. I'm sure you've heard stories of people who they thought they, are, they were friends. You turn your back and the kind of things they can say about you. 
Sometimes even blood relations. Your own blood relations. When we talk about household wickedness, if you force, if you force, some people think, oh, but this is too extreme. How can somebody give birth to their own child and want to chew her? Most of the time, it doesn't happen, but in a few cases. Witchcraft doesn't know logical. Ah, there was a story of a situation, a young girl, brilliant, in a university. She just went blind suddenly. Nobody understood. The doctors checked. They, they, they couldn't find anything. So they said, no, let's go to church. So some family people brought her to church. And the man of God was very sharp when it comes to like demonology and like very, very sharp. His discernment is very... When he saw the people, he knew where the problem was coming from. He said, okay, you and your mother come. They put them in a room. They said, just pray. We'll show you what to pray about. Just say, wherever this arrow of blindness is coming from, back to sender. Just, just be praying that prayer. <laughs> oh, and this is a true story. He said, wherever this arrow of blindness is coming from. So they started praying. Get, 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 wherever they were alone in the room. Suddenly they could hear only one voice. Only the girl was praying. Wherever this arrow of blindness, when they went in, the girl's eyes had opened and the mother was now blind. Look, these are realities. These are realities. Your mother is not like that. Hallelujah. Your mother will never do that. Hallelujah. I'm just talking about a few rare cases. A few rare cases. Just for you to know that these things, they do exist. They do exist. Household wickedness is actually born out of polygamy most of the time. You see, when God says we should marry one, eh? It's not because he doesn't know the ratio of females is more than males. Polygamy comes with a lot of issues. Envy. So a man marries five women. Each one has three children. Naturally, there's competition. It's like, uh, you are going far. Uh, okay. You have entered tertiary. My children, JSS, JHS, nine in chains. And so out of envy, out of, you know, covetousness, people do all sorts of things. That is why people must be sharp in the spirit. That's why people must be sharp. Jesus himself said, a man's enemies will come from his own household. I didn't say, this is Jesus talking. And there are so many examples of that in the Bible. The first murder, it was somebody's brother. They, they were in the same womb, same mother, same father. I'm talking about Cain and Abel. First murder. Look at Joseph. Joseph and his brothers. There's a statement they made. They said, let us catch him and kill him. And let us see what will become of his dream. That statement, let us see what will become of his dream. Most of the time, that is the motivation for some of the things people do. They know you have a dream, you have a future. But you will not be praying for anybody's teeth in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You will not be praying for anybody's teeth. There are, what do you call it? Plans and things that are done in dark places. Let's read Psalm 74 verse 20. 
I said, that's not what I plan to preach. But I believe somebody needs it. That's why God wants me to preach it today. Psalm 74 verse 20. He said, have respect unto the covenant. For the dark places of the earth are full of habitations of cruelty. Habitations of cruelty. Dark places. Where cruel beings, witches, wizards, they plant things. They hatch plots against people. They are not sleeping. But I pray for you today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That anywhere people are plotting and hatching evil plans against you. Against your destiny. Against your progress in life. Against your ministry. Today we invoke the thunderings of the Lord. We invoke the lightnings of the Lord. We declare that the ground on which they are standing shall begin to quiver and begin to shake in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Cruelty. So the earth are full of the habitations of cruelty, the dark places. That's why sometimes it's good to wake up in the middle of the night and do spiritual warfare. Because in darkness, a lot of things take place. Let's read Lamentations chapter 2, verse 19. Lamentations 2 19. It said, Rise during the night and cry out. Rise during the night and cry out. Pour out your hearts like water to the Lord. Lift up your hands to Him in prayer, pleading for your children. Your children, born and unborn. Look, we need to pray for our children. Satan is looking for them. It's not just you, Satan is looking for them. You must be vigilant. When your children are growing, you must be vigilant. When your younger sisters and brothers, they are, you must be vigilant. Me, I won't allow just anybody to come around my daughter. In fact, I shall scan you on different spiritual planes <laughs> before I even give my approval. Allow, no, 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 no. Daddy, my wife was saying, hey, this one there, it looks like probably you have to buy an AK-47. Put it by your side. If you are coming, say, hey, what's up? <laughs> Find somewhere to pass. We must be vigilant. We must open our eyes. It's not everything on the internet we must allow the children to watch. Because the enemy is catching them at these places. Introducing them to all sorts of things. We must be so bad. We must be vigilant. You may not have children now, but you probably have younger brothers and sisters. Open your eyes. Keep your eyes on them. A senior colleague of mine, she saw her eight-year-old daughter and she was watching pornography. Eight years. So she went to her and said, hey, what is it? She said, oh, this is the first time. And in the child's mind, she didn't know you could check the history. When she went to the history, she nearly collapsed. Just was starting a chat. Long time. So Satan is also catching them young. That is why we must open our eyes. That is why we must intercede for the children. Intercede for the children. He said, rise during the night and cry out. Pour out your hearts like water to the Lord. May you have the grace to rise at night and pour out your heart to the Lord. Ah, pour out your heart to the Lord. Be sober. Let your eyes be open. Be vigilant. Be vigilant. 
Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 it says you should walk circumspectly don't be careless it says see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise a lot of people have even stopped this thing about praying over food if it's watch it just phagocytosis some people they eat so fast you wonder whether it's phagocytosis or they really it's like <laughs> and the food is gone we don't pray you don't pray over food again the hair extensions some of them human hair you say it's human hair which human being is that what was that person what what did that person do with their life the person's life what does the person do do you know it's not to scare you do you know in europe eh, it's fashionable among the witches to keep very long hair they keep very 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 long hair they like dark eyeshadows and, and they like to paint their nails black hey let's see those have painted their nails black <laughs> <laughs> some of the hair where they are coming from the hair some of them where they are coming from yours may be a dead Chinese it may be a dead Korean a dead Brazilian now they say Peruvian eh? and which other one is there again Mongolia look at the name of the country <laughs> And you take these things and you put on your head a woman's hair is supposed to be her glory if you don't sanctify that thing you add it to your you just cover your glory like that mm. look this is not superstitional it's not superstition if if you call this superstition then jesus was a very superstitious man because he saw satan behind things that peter just came and told him something when he said he was going to die he said get behind me satan he was seeing satan behind things we have to get into the habit of sanctifying the thing i'm not saying don't wear them but exercise your authority you see we behave as if our authority is a passive one it's not it's active we need to exercise it this covid really showed me how much power the president of ghana has i didn't know that the president could decide that stay in your house. Ah, but it's my legs. <laughs> you don't give me food. But you can actually tell me I should stay. In my, and for two weeks. Those days when he's coming to address the country and do fellow Ghanaians. All of us will be glued to our TV sets like that. Just for one man to open his mouth and say you can go out. That is power. That is authority. They begged the man to open the airport. He decided, okay, you wait, wait, wait. Let me go. He went on a tour there and then just came last week and said, okay. Open it. That is authority. But until he exercised it, we didn't realize he had that power. In the same way, we carry so much authority. You can declare a lockdown on the witches in your home. You can declare a lockdown on the witches in your family, in your workplace, in your classroom, and they will obey. But so long as you keep quiet and you don't exercise it, it's like you don't have authority. It's like you don't have authority. 
and that authority is expressed in our declarations is expressed in the prayers and the things that we do you can declare a lockdown I lock down every witch in my family today in the name of Jesus we shut their activities up we bring to a close all their machinations in the name of Jesus and it is so in the spirit but don't live carelessly without exercising your authority you are doing yourself a great disservice when I'm going to preach and I say I declare a supernatural injunction on any activity of the enemy in this place it is so no demon can operate while I'm preaching no demon can operate while I'm, I'm ministering because I've said it and I didn't say it in my own name but I said it in the name that is above every other name the name that when mentioned every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord look we must start exercising our authority you leave your house and you say you declare a wall of fire around this place you are going to sleep you declare that there is a wall of fire around this place you declare it is a no fly zone no witch can fly over this house and when you say it it is so in the spirit it is so our authority is not passive at all like you kept quiet Jesus when the storm was raging against him that storm is very very possible it was a demonic storm marine spirits conspiring to make sure the man doesn't get to the other side where a man that was possessed with 6,000 demons was about to be delivered so let's stop him before he gets there because that man is very strategic to our operations and things like that if he gets there that man is going to the waves and things started doing blah 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 he got up and opened his mouth and rebuked the wind you see he didn't rebuke the sea it was the wind because the problem was the wind that's what the sea is there it was the wind that was pushing the sea into the so he attacked the thing at the source rebuked the wind he could have decided to keep quiet and say I'm in the boat nothing can happen and the, 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 the sea would have just taken them away like that there are times you need to just open your mouth and speak to reconstruct things in the spirit to to bring things back into divine alignment when Ezekiel went into the valley of dry bones he saw the bones and realized they were dry he asked him son of man can these bones lay and he had to open his mouth and the Bible said he prophesied to the bones today I prophesy to the bones in your life I speak to the dead things in your life I speak to the dying things in your life I speak to the visions that are dead I speak to the visions that are dying I speak to the dreams that are moribund in the name of Jesus and just as Ezekiel spoke to the bones and the Bible said a wind came let the wind of the spirit begin to blow over your life once again in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth where you have been cast down where you have been defeated where you are down I speak the resurrection power of Jesus Christ into that thing into your finances into your academics into your ministry I speak resurrection power right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth just as it happened in the time of Ezekiel where the bones began to join where marrow began to join where 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 joints began to form and suddenly a valley that was filled with dried bones was now a valley filled 
with an army soldiers i speak a realignment of the things in your life let the femurs locate their corresponding tibias the things that have gone apart the things that are broken apart let there be a realignment in the name of jesus christ of nazareth where there is confusion in your life let the will of god prevail in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god right now anything that has been assigned to bring stagnation into your life anywhere there are plottings of the enemy anywhere witches and wizards have gathered any satanic coffin where your downfall is being plotted and is being incubated today in the name of jesus we speak the word of god that says that give them miscarrying wombs and give them dry breasts and miscarrying womb means the ones that have been incubated right now we abort them in the name of jesus christ of nazareth plans for sickness plans for failure plans for stagnation plans for divorce plans for disease plans for infirmity we command an abortion in the spirit in the name of jesus christ of nazareth evil that is being plotted in satanic wombs satanic incubators we command an abortion of those plans right now in the name of jesus christ of nazareth and the ones that have already started thriving in your life that scripture says give them dry breasts that means it escaped the abortion and it was born but we shall deny its nourishment and once it is denied nourishment it will fizzle out and it's going to die in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god we declare that if you are seeing signs of the works of the enemy in your life hey we declare in the mighty name of jesus we deny it expression in your life in the mighty name of jesus we bring to a halt every action of the enemy in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god you see the lord just opened my eyes i saw an arrow and the arrow hit a wallet it's like an arrow that was thrown it hit a wallet i don't know who it is but any attack on your finances today in the name of jesus christ of nazareth you know sometimes it's as if there is a hole in your hand the money comes by it can't stay you look and you can't see what you have done with it and you see the lack of money is the root of a lot of evils you see the bible says the love of money is the root of, but the lack of money is the root of a lot of prostitution is a money issue doing sugar daddy things is a money issue armed robbery is a money issue today in the name of jesus any arrow i don't care where it is sent from any arrow that has been sent to attack your finances in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we command that arrow to break we command that arrow to break. We command that arrow to break. Let that arrow catch fire. Let that arrow catch fire. Let that arrow catch fire. In the name of Jesus. 
Christ of Nazareth. of fire that we are going to invoke today fire reveals the true identity of things that's what the bible says on that day our work should be passed through the fire fire brings out the true identity of things one day paul wanted to light fire he saw some things that he thought was firewood and the bible said he picked them and when he set fire on the firewood this thing that looked like a long brown stick suddenly began to coil. It was a serpent. And the Bible said it fastened its fangs on Paul's hand. But thank God for the superior anointing. The Bible said he shook the serpent into the fire. Any serpent that has, has bared its teeth against you, may you shake it into the fire in the name of Jesus. But today, my prayer for you is that God will set your life on fire. So that those snakes that look like firewood by the presence of the fire may their true nature be revealed some of you tomorrow somebody will come and fight you and you don't even understand why the person has fought you somebody will just come and start misbehaving around you it is because of the fire lift up your voice and invoke that fire upon your life right now in the name of jesus let the fire of god invade your life let the fire of god Invade your life. Let the fire of God invade your life. The pretenders that are around you, the evil plotters, the witches that come and smile with you. Lord, set us on fire. Lord, set us on fire. We receive your fire, Lord. Let the true identity of them that are around us be revealed. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Lift up your voice. The fire of God, the fire of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And they said of Joseph, let us catch him and kill him. And let's see what shall become of his dream. 
anybody saying that about you whether a friend an enemy a demon a witch a wizard today in the name of Jesus as we lift up our voices and pray may the hand of the Lord's judgment that has been still for a while begin to move over such individuals in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth in the name of Jesus you see our wish is that they will repent but there are some of them they are unrepentantly evil unrepentantly evil and those that have decided that they will not repent let the hand of the Lord's judgment let the hand of the Lord's judgment so let us kill him and see what will become of his dream that dream to become that great doctor that dream to become that great preacher that dream to become that great nurse that dream to to marry and have a, a home of your own that dream to serve God to the best of your ability so let us catch him and kill him and see what shall become of a dream but I prophesy to you today as a shepherd of this house I prophesy to you today that you will realize your dream in the name of Jesus I speak the word of God that says he is able to do exceedingly abundantly far above what we can ask or think I'm telling you today by the Spirit of God that your dream is too small your vision is too small God can do far above that which you are believing in him for he is able he is the El Shaddai the El Elyon he is the one who cannot be stopped he is the one who opens and no man can shut and he shuts and no man can open and today we shut the door to every form of demonic influence over your life over your family over your career over your academics over your ministry in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth let us catch him and kill him and see what shall become of his dream your dream shall come to pass I said your dream shall come to pass Amen. your wishes shall come to pass Amen. the Lord shall watch upon his word to perform it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the Lord will do it he will do it what is the voice of a witch what is the voice of a wizard in fact what is the voice of even Satan himself if he claims that he is a liar the Bible says the righteous man is as bold as a lion and in fact in terms of that lion battle he is outnumbered because you yourself are a lion because you are a righteous man and you are as bold as a lion and standing right beside you is the lion of the tribe of Judah himself we are talking about two lions against one outnumbered totally outnumbered totally no plans of the enemy shall come to pass you see, I may seem like I'm just speaking. But the Lord is doing a lot of things in the realm of the spirit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I see an angel moving around in the room. Ushers be alert. 
Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Destinies are being brought back into alignment with the will of God right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Plots for sicknesses are being reversed right now in the realm of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. And the Lord says to tell somebody, those symptoms that you have begun to feel after today, that is the end. It is gone. That plan of the enemy has been aborted today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's been aborted. It's been aborted. It's been aborted. It is the word of the Lord concerning your life alone that shall come to pass. No curse word that has been spoken, even by your parents, can stand the power of God in this place at this very moment. In the name of Jesus, we reverse curse words. Words that have been spoken into your destiny. Words that militate against you. Words that are meant to militate against your family. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Give me second Kings. Chapter 6, 8 to 12. The COVID protocols don't allow me to minister to people. But just connect to what I'm saying because a lot of things are happening in the realm of the spirit. I wish God will open some of you your eyes. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I see chains on fire. 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 This COVID thing to hurry up and go so we can flow freely in church. My hands are itching to lay hands. Second Kings. Second Kings. Six. I just saw in the spirit somebody was just put on a throne. Somebody was just put on a throne like that. And the Lord said it is reinstatement. 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 You shall walk in your kingly places. You've walked as a servant for too long. You've walked as a slave for too long. But the Lord is reinstating you today in the name of Jesus. It says, when the king of Aram was at war with Israel, he would confer with his officers. You see, the battles they fought in the physical then, we fight them in the spirit now. So just as they were conferring, in the spirit to the conferences take place he will confer with the officers and say we will mobilize our forces at such and such a place that means they decide where to attack so they'll say that okay so it is his marriage we are going to attack it is his business we are going to attack it says academics we are going to attack it is his regularity in the things of the spirit we are going to attack it is his morality we are going to attack he said we will mobilize our forces at such and such a place next but immediately somebody say immediately the man of God will warn the king of Israel do not go near that place for the Arameans are planning to mobilize their troops there. Next verse. So the king of Israel will send word to the place indicated by the man of God. So as the man of God spoke that, check this territory because that is where they are going to attack. 
then the people rearrange their strategies and they fortify those places today anywhere the enemy is planning to attack you may the lord shine the light of his word and expose the works of the enemy in the name of jesus be it in your career be it in your marriage be it in your academics be it in your ministry let the light of the word of god shine upon the works of darkness he said time and again somebody say time and again time and again that means it wasn't just once Elisha warned the king so that he will be on the alert. Verse 11. The king of Aram became very upset. The devil will be very upset. In fact, when he plans, you will see it and he will be very upset. He called his officers together and demanded, which of you is the traitor? Oh, the power of revelation always sends confusion into the camp of the enemy. Now they started fighting among themselves. Which of you is the traitor? Who has been going to tell the king what we are planning? And I like the answer he, he, they gave. He said, who has been informing the king of Israel of my plans? Verse 12. He said, it is not us, my lord. One of the officers replied, Elisha the prophet in Israel tells the king of Israel even the words you speak in the privacy of your room today my prayer for you is that you will be the Elisha of your home that you will be the Elisha of your family that you will be the Elisha of your own life that the Lord will open your eyes and open your ears when the enemy is plotting you will know what the enemy is plotting the Lord will show it to you in a dream the Lord will show it to you in a vision the Lord will speak by a strong prophetic impression upon your spirit you see there are times when you just feel like and you see we, we ignore these things we ignore these things we ignore these things sometimes you feel like no I mustn't go here or you feel like telling somebody just avoid this thing sometimes as pastors God reveals a lot to us it's not everything we tell you because some of you when we tell you fear you entertain fear and that will be a foothold in the hands of the enemy so we deal with it in the spirit and that is it most of the time between Saturday and Sunday I don't sleep oh I am battling in the spirit and dealing with things most of the time I don't even bother to tell you this done there were three three things I dealt with and I don't need to tell the individuals because it is done it's finished God has taken care of it it's done when we tell you the devil plots he indeed plots sometimes you can be in the spirit and your spiritual ears will be amplified like that and you can even hear discussions hear discussions you see when you've not walked in certain realms before you don't believe that certain things exist you don't believe you don't believe there have been times I'm in the middle of work and the Lord will speak to me go and look for this person at this particular point in time several times by the time I'm done with the person the person will say I just prayed a prayer and God answered the prayer by you coming we are dealing with spiritual realities here spiritual realities spiritual realities today the Lord will open your eyes today the Lord will open your ears you need that grace to be able to discern to be able to discern 
some people think when it comes to discernment it is only when your eyes are open and you see no there are different ways of discerning let me show you something in Acts chapter 16 let's read from verse 16 to verse 18 Acts chapter 16 verse 16 to verse 18 it said and it came to pass as we went to prayer say we went to prayer so this is Paul going to prayer Paul who goes for prayer meeting how much more you you have not attended prayer meeting in your life before you are a Sunday believer being just a Sunday believer is not being sober and being vigilant Sunday alone is not enough hallelujah Uh a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination if you read further about the spirit of divination it was a spirit that was in the form of a python it could tell the future it was for the purpose of soothsaying a spirit of divination met us which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying verse 17 he said the same followed Paul and us and cried saying these men are the servants of the most high God which show unto us the way of salvation this was a spirit speaking but what he was saying was the truth he said these are the men who show us the way of salvation and this was a spirit of a python that was speaking and let's look at what happened in the verse 18 how Paul descended he said and this did she many days but Paul being grieved somebody say being grieved they didn't say and Paul's eyes open or Paul's ears open all he felt was a grieving in his spirit there are times you come into contact with certain people and you just feel a certain agitation in your spirit it is discernment the spirit of God is trying to tell you that this person is not carrying a correct spirit there are times you even pass by somebody in the market and you just feel like ah there's this grieving in your spirit you see we are spirit beings our spirit men come into contact with a lot of information in the realm of the spirit and we are not even aware of it sometimes we interpret them to be emotions there was a time in the bible daniel was with some people in the room and the bible said an angel entered the room when the angel entered all the other people didn't see it was only daniel who saw that's what the bible said but he said a great fear just fell upon the people and they ran out of the room sometimes you enter a certain room and you just feel a certain heaviness it's probably the fact that that room is demon infested today i pray that your discernment will be sharpened i know one prophet when he comes into contact with you and you have a contrary spirit he begins to itch his body just begins to itch when he starts itching he knows that you are not carrying a proper spirit may god yours maybe it is your ear that will itch i don't know maybe it's your eyes that will itch maybe i don't know it's your hand that will vibrate but may god give you a certain sign from today onwards may god give you a certain sign and we are going to pray the lord sharpen my spirit sharpen my eyes sharpen my ears sharpen my discernment lift up your voice begin to pray right now in the name of jesus begin to pray right now lord sharpen me sharpen sharpen my eyes sharpen my eyes some of you you never dream when you sleep you are asleep you never dream but after today may you begin to dream may the lord begin to speak to you in dreams may you begin to see visions discernment of spirits discernment of spirit lift up your voice and pray discernment of spirit
Descendant of spirit. Lift up your voice. Tell the Lord to open your eyes. You have been blind in the spirit for too long. Tell the Lord to open your ears. Without discernment, you can be a prophet and you will be end up marrying a witch and you will not know. Discernment of spirit. Before you enter into a business partnership with somebody, may you sense, may the Holy Ghost prompt you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may the Spirit of God prompt you. Lift up your voice. Pray that the skills will fall from your eyes. You need this prayer today. You must pray this prayer today. You need sharpness in the spirit. To take the crucial decisions you need to take in life. The days of blindness are over. The days of fear of the unknown are over. Lord, release your angels to touch the eyes and the ears of your people. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the days of spiritual blindness are over. Let us kills, let us kills fall from your eyes. Let the wax be removed from your ears. May your spirit man be sensitive like never before. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. We trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow, overflow, overflow.